0: Welcome back to Logically Speaking Sports, brought to you by the Daily Beacon. This week we'll be talking about the NFL draft, and we'll be actually doing one of our mock drafts with us three here. And we'll just go uh, each person will we go turn by turn uh, for each pick. And Miller, go ahead. You start with number one.
1: Yeah, so we're going to do the first 16 picks. And for the Cardinals, I think it's obviously, I think we don't agree. Kyler Murray's going to go no matter what. I think we don't know what's going to happen with Josh Rosen. He may be on a new team come draft night. He may take a week or so afterwards. But I think no matter what, we can agree that. Kyler Murray, in the eyes of Cliff Kingsbury, fits their system better, so I, I just think overall they're going to take Kyler Murray, which I think is the worst kept secret in the entire NFL right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, at first, like a couple <laughs> of months ago, we were like, "There's no chance of this yeah. happening." Like I mean, they were like rumors, it's, and we're like, it's "There's still, no possible way that they're going to play no this sense, like a Madden so. franchise." But they, it looks like that's that's what they're going to do. Um, all right, so I got I have the Niners with pick number two. I think they'll run this card up to uh, up to the. Up to the stage, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with jo- uh, not Joey Bosa, Oh Nick Bosa. Um, th- I think he's probably the top prospect in the whole entire sure. draft. Um, him and Quinn, him, him and Quinn and Williams are probably my top two. Okay. Um, so him sliding to number two, not much of a slide. But we didn't think this was gonna happen months ago, but now it seems more and more likely. And I don't think this. I think Bosa is a can't miss prospect, basically, just like his brother was. Um, so, Nick Bosa to the Niners, um, pretty much like that. In.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's, it's literally, like you said, running up to the stand. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, I, like you said, um, weeks ago, we thought Kyle wasn't even going to be considered number one. I and mean, We all thought the Cardinals were going to take Nick Bosa, but now the way it's shaping up, it's... Looks like the San Francisco's gonna again draft another defensive lineman, but I mean it's. Looks like it. I mean, hey, one of them's got to hit, and I think yeah. it's gonna be this one you, for sure. You
2: can never have too many edge players. Oh, for like sure. for I sure. mean, I think I think the Patriots have shown that too. They yeah. they recycle D the linemen, get them out, get the comp picks, stuff like that, um, and I think you can you and you certainly can't go wrong with those. So. For sure.
0: And so uh, with the next pick, the Jets. I think they had a pretty big offseason this this uh, this. You're uh, taking Le'Veon Bell. And, I mean, they were in the running for Anthony Barr for a while before, I mean, he went back to the Vikings. So he said it was like a horror story. I don't even know. He, he didn't even, feel right. He yeah, just it,
2: didn't feel right to him. The <laughs> thing he like, I
1: want to win more than, like, six games this year. He got, quote, unquote, physically six. <laughs> so, but I think, uh, I think well, I'm a big fan of Quentin Williams, but
0: I think they're going to take an edge guy, and I think they're going to take Josh Allen, and, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Okay. And I... He had a really big season this year. I mean, he's he doesn't have a whole lot of production. This this was kind of his big season at Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky, what, almost second in the SEC East. I think he was a big reason why him and and Snell, I think, were one of the biggest reasons why they made such a big jump. And I just, it just feels like it's one of those type of picks for them. I just feel like it's, the first four, I think, overall, I think we all talked about this, the consensus is kind of the same. Yeah. And so, well, I'll let Miller talk about number four. Yeah, and like
1: then. we said, for consensus pick for number four would be Quentin Williams. I've, as John Gruden made made known a couple of times last year if they trade Kilmac they need a disruptive force to get to the quarterback yeah. which which Quinn Williams can, can do and he can definitely stop the run he's just a huge body and he's surprisingly more of an athlete than I think people give him credit for I just think overall that he's the disruptive force that the Raiders are kind of looking for and I think overall again Quinn Williams at number four is kind of a steal at this break.
2: yeah no I think he's ridiculous I saw him and Josh Allen firsthand not fun to play against and Josh Allen his explosiveness off the edge was ridiculous to me and Quentin Williams is just a mauler I mean he just runs over offensive linemen like it's nothing he's he's got good length he's huge uh he's quick off the line uh he's he's really good with his hands and that's big especially going into the NFL facing O-linemen with longer arms quicker hands stuff like that you got to be able to like fight with them but also just move past them Um, so I've, I've picked number five and that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm trading down. Um, I want more picks if I'm them. There's a lot of holes. They have good pieces in certain areas, but you just have so many holes on that roster. In the secondary, you don't have much. The defensive line is getting older. Um, you just lost Quan Alexander at linebacker and then that's just on defense, on offense, you're thin at receiver. You don't really have a running back. Do you really have a quarterback? I don't really know. The offensive line is probably the strongest you know, force yeah. right now, at least the interior of it, and that's saying something too. But um, Anyway, with this pick, if they are going to stay at five, which with the mock you can't really trade down because you don't really know who would trade up um, and what picks and all of that, I'm going to go Devin White from LSU. I think he's the best linebacker in this draft. Um, him, him, and Bush are pretty close. Their combines were almost the exact same. Um, but I'm taking White just because I know he can. He's not great in coverage, but he can rush the passer. He's a good run stopper. Um, he reads plays well in coverage. He just doesn't have great ball skills. Um, but he's quick. He ran the forty well. And overall, I think he's a guy that. Would really work well in that defense. I think he's a good Quan Alexander replacement, and learning from Levante David because it could also be really important for him.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think the Buccaneers are probably one of the many prime uh, candidates to trade down. I think I, I think the Raiders could trade down. I think the Jets could even trade down if they really wanted to. I mean, really, the, besides number one, which because I, I just don't think anybody has the draft capital to get that number one pick. I think any of those first like top six. Picks once I when I get to six, we'll trade down, and then so like I said, that leaves me in the six, the Giants, and so this everybody probably thinks that this is like a, like this easy like they're gonna take to win Haskins, but it seems that in the past week there are rumors saying they don't want to take Haskins and that, they're they're certain to stay with Eli after at least this season and maybe even next season, which is crazy to think about. It's like it's like. They had Odell. I mean, they had so many pieces, and they just shipped it all away. So now it's still really just going to be on Saquon at this point. Poor Saquon, like
2: <laughs> it's tough man. They might just run a freaking running back up to the step. Let's do. just take Josh Jacobs at number six. <laughs> it's just, it's just,
1: it's just really hard to watch the there Giants. Seem, there seems to be no plan in New York right now. Oh yeah, and I just. It's it, very it just, confusing.
0: <laughs> it's very hard for me to watch. Like it's, it's hard for me to see the Cardinals thing. Like that's just like, all right, you can do whatever you want. But like the Giants, it's like it just seems like it's such an easy pick, but. I want to say Dwayne Haskins so bad, but I feel like they're just not gonna take him. Like I, do. <laughs> I, just, and I, I saw. I was looking at a mock draft the other day, and they were saying how they could, if they do this draft, like if they take a couple offensive linemen early. Offensive, I'm gonna have them take Jonah Williams. I think that if Something they, I think if they. So they're really trying to rebuild and trying to find the quarterback, maybe I'm guessing maybe to next year or maybe from or Herbert. <clears throat> I think they need to build their offensive line. I mean, not only is building up your offensive line is going to help the QB of the future, but, I mean, it's also going to help Saquon. So I just feel like I think they could take Montez Sweat too, but I just feel like with especially with the hard thing that just came up, which I don't think teams are going to taking it too seriously too anyway, serious. but I just feel like that Jonah Williams, is <laughs> besides Hammer, Jawan, Jawan, uh, Taylor, or, like the mainstay, like offensive lineman of this
1: draft. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm right with you, and I think, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm thinking with the Jaguars right now, and I think they're also going to trade back. I don't, I do think that they they definitely need an offensive tackle, and I'm going to have them taking Jawan Taylor anyway, um, just for the sake of the log. And I do think he is an option for them at seven, him or like I said, Jonah Williams. I just, I think right now they're definitely taking, they're trying to find that next franchise offensive tackle to really take their offensive line going forward. Like, I guess the next generation, because I think that is their biggest biggest weakness outside of quarterback, which we're hoping. That Nick Foles can hopefully fix for him. We'll we'll see. I I think well that's well yeah we'll just see. I I think overall that if the Jaguars don't trade back, they're looking for an offensive tackle. Jawan Taylor's definitely one of the best ones in in the entire country right yeah, now. Yeah, he's
2: starting to rise up boards more yeah, and more. Yeah. At first it was like consensus Jenna Williams top, and then him and him and Williams now are very close. Yeah, I, I got to
1: see painfully in person how good Jawan Taylor's last year, and Tennessee couldn't make any pressure on Florida, so that was. He's that was quick fun. with his feet. He's very good. He's definitely one of the most versatile offensive, offensive tackles. I think that will be in the NFL come draft night.
2: All right, so I have I have the Lions at number eight, and this one could go a lot of directions. Uh, I, I think they need a corner. I don't think any of these corners in this class are worth taking at number eight. If they really want a corner, trade down, because honestly, I think Byron Murphy and Greedy are the only two corners that deservedly should go in the first round, and that's even close for me. Um, but I think those both will go in the first round just because teams need corners, and that's just part of the NFL at this point. But in no way, shape, or form do I think either one of them are worth taking at number eight. Um, to me, it's going to come down to Hawkinson at tight end or, or Brian Burns on the edge. That's that's a tough one. I know they signed, they signed Jesse James in the offseason, but I just... I don't. He's not a long term yeah, stay. He's
1: he's a placeholder. For yeah, everyone.
2: he's a placeholder for someone else. But I just <clears throat> don't know if they pull the trigger on another tight end this early because Ebron didn't work out. Yeah. But I think Hawkinson is a completely different player. He's a completely different skill set, um, which I think would really work for their offense, especially because he can block and catch the ball. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Brian Burns here just because I I, I think they might be scared to take the tight end. Um, and I think Brian Burns fits their system really well I like him in their defense he's a bigger dude that can really rush the passer pretty well and they're losing um, Ansa most likely so I, I don't see him coming back um, so I think Brian Burns is a really good pick for them right there um, and moving on to number nine which is the Buffalo Bills Jared's got that one
0: yeah uh, one thing you've I just want to go back to you talking about the Lions. I think if they do take a corner, I think it's Greedy Williams. I think yeah. I'm I'm higher on Greedy Williams than most people's boards are, which is fair. He's, he's really athletic. I think he fits their uh, what they want to do in Detroit, especially man-to-man type deal, because that's what he's like excels at. Not great zone corner, but I mean that's Byron Murphy's. I think whole I think yeah. Byron Murphy is overall the better corner, but I think just based off what the Lions want to do, I think they I could see them doing that. But like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade back to get him. I mean yeah. I don't. There's no point. Plus if they can more picks. Yeah,
2: because the teams so. that are behind them, their biggest needs are not corner. Yeah. Buffalo, Denver, Bengals, uh, Packers, their biggest need is not corner. Yeah. So they can easily trade back and still get greedy. And I agree with you. Greedy and Slay would be a really nice That's, tandem. That'd be, that'd especially be in a man-to-man defense.
0: But uh, with the Bills pick at number nine, I think... Well, after we saw what happened with Tonya, we all thought he got traded. And I thought it was one of the, I thought that was one of the Buffalo Bills' biggest needs. Also it scared me a lot, but <laughs> it's definitely one of the biggest needs. I was like, all right, okay, they make moves. I mean, it wasn't I, I, it was a good move for them. And then he's like, ha-ha, fake news. <laughs> Woo. and it's like I was like, all right, well, go have fun being playing in Oakland. So you can mm-hmm. have fun with that. Yeah. Um, but I think as we all saw, DK Metcalf, who I'm picking for at number nine. I, I think we all saw him rise up boards, yeah. um, especially with the picture of him and AJ... What was it, him and AJ Brown that were they ripped? I mean, this... He, it's pretty uh, scary to look at. I mean, but I just feel like he's what they need, and I feel like with what pick they have right there and what, what their needs are with wide receiver, I just feel like they need a playmaker for um, Josh Allen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I just... It, it just feels like another one of those... Not gonna say consensus because we all don't know what's gonna happen at nine. Because maybe someone does a crazy move. Maybe the Green Bay trades up. Try to, if they like DK Metcalf. Because I have a feeling that they might take somebody, another playmaker like that.
2: DK with Aaron Rodgers would not be fun.
0: So, but yeah, I just feel like this is what another one for me—a consensus. I feel like that most people kind of have going towards. At least for me, they maybe take a corner with go pair with White. Maybe they take. I uh, agree if he's there. If the, like, yeah, the I, I, think, taken,
2: I think really the only other option to go is like interior D-line or corner. And interior D-line, I think the only possible one would be Ed Oliver. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think DK is probably the yeah. safest pick I mean, as of right now. The Bills, know.
1: the Bills have a lot of options. But I think they're also in that prime game to maybe trade back a couple spots to, g- yeah. gav- to gather some more... Mm-hmm. Gather more picks so they can dress more needs.
2: I think especially. the consensus is the fact that all of these teams have multiple holes and they can yeah. all trade back. And that's why I think there's going to be a lot of trades. We just can't. Yeah. We there's, there's no way to know. We'll find it out. It's, it's, it's yeah. going to be
1: interesting who, who decides to trade up into the into like the top 10, maybe top 12 picks yeah. to see how and what they get. Yeah. Uh, going forward, I know a lot of people are going to have the Broncos probably taking a quarterback. And I'm very tempted. I'd probably have them taking someone like Drew Locke here. But overall, I think John Elway just isn't good at addressing the quarterback needs, and I don't know why. I, I mean, you saw them trade for Joe Flacco, so I think maybe Flacco he's... Flacco the future. He, I mean, you never know. With, so with, John, <laughs> with John that way, he's it's a very... He, I don't want to say he's a badian He's good addressing certain needs when it comes to quarterback. It's, it's, it's rough. It's mind-boggling it is, it is how bad. bad it
2: can be. I mean, Paxton Lynch bad.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think I think it's more so likely the Broncos maybe take maybe take a risk on in like a second round guy. I think I also think the Broncos may wait till the second round takes someone like Will Greer. Overall, I've, I have the Broncos taking TJ Hawkinson. I think I think they're looking for more passing threads. I think because I think no matter who you have at quarterback, they don't have anyone to throw to. Yeah. I mean, I, they they really don't. And I think I think overall they're going to try and address a need with TJ Hawkinson who is a dynamic playmaker who overall will be surprising if he slides in maybe number 10 at this point with how high on him everyone everyone seems yeah to be. no
2: he's a he's a complete package that's why I, I i like how he would fit with with denver i don't think i think he fits better than fant would there I agree. just because i think he can also block really well mm. and that's what they need with the o-line their o-line hasn't been great um. So I think adding yeah. him in there, he can also catch the ball, but that blocking would be huge. And especially if they're going to try to get this running game going, like it was for parts of last year, that would also be important. I definitely
1: think maybe someone like Garrett Bradbury is also to play number ten. I just don't. Th- I just don't know if he's a, t- a number ten oh, yeah, all yeah. player.
2: yeah. I think Bradbury is up there, but I just I don't agree. know. I just don't that know. That would, would be a need. It would be a very need pick, and I don't. I don't know if they would take him that yeah, high, but I, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: I just see Elway going for. I guess, the most talented offensive player on the board, which I think you could argue would be Hawkinson or Fant. Oh, absolutely. I I see Hawkinson
2: fitting in Denver way better than Fant does. Easily. Uh, I have number 11, which is the Bengals. Um, I think there's a couple ways they could go here. Tied in is a possibility. I don't love Fant going to the Bengals. I think it's okay, but they did re-sign Eifert, which doesn't mean a whole lot considering the injury history, but... I don't, I don't think they're gonna use a first round pick on a tight end considering they have other holes on that team, especially on defense. Um, I'm gonna take Devin Bush here, linebacker from Michigan. Um, I think that's a that's a safe pick just because I think him and White are probably the, you know consensus top two linebackers in this draft. And I think he's he looks good on tape. He again had a really good combine just like White did. Um, so I think overall, that's a really safe pick for them, and I think he fits in well with their defense. They did lose Vontae's Burfecht, who's eh. Um, I don't really know. He wasn't really big and big right now just because he's kind of past his prime and such. But, um, yeah, Jared, I'll let you take, uh, take Green Bay.
0: Okay, so as I mentioned before with the Bills pick that I had, uh, I talked about uh, playmakers, and I also thought that maybe a team that might – uh, be in to try and draft maybe a I think a tight end or like I said a playmaker in general. I said Green Bay would be one and uh, well let's see it's is kind of a reach like I said we've talked about kind of mo- most of these teams have kind of picked unless it was like the top four, which I mean but they have so many holes it really wouldn't matter who they pick because it's going to be talented or have talent but with Green Bay's pick this is going to be kind of reach but I'm going to take him, Hollywood Brown for their pick because, I mean, we they don't need corners. I mean, the, obviously corners would still be there. I don't really feel like they need it. Maybe the only other thing I see is maybe is an interior line maybe take Ed All over there because I need to go with Mike Daniels and to go – but I mean, I really lost Clay Matthews, but I feel like for what Green Bay oh wants God. to do – with uh, just kind of because I mean obviously you have to be in win now mode. I'm not saying that doesn't mean like they'll reach for somebody that's just like way out there. I mean even that kind of looks like a reach. <laughs> but you <it's not, laughs> have to get a playmaker that's going to give you a chance. I mean think about it, they I mean they lost Roy Nelson let him walk to Oakland and he ended up retiring. But I mean now they have to. He may be back
2: though. He may be back. I mean that'd yeah. be I'd like to see him back. I would I would I would, I would maybe, like to see that.
0: Yeah. And I, I would just like maybe to see Devonte Adams and Brown
1: with Aaron Rodgers is pretty. I'm not gonna lie. It's that's dangerous. I, I, I like the pick. I, I, the only play I would maybe say would be in play there would be someone like Fant, but I think even that would be a reach.
2: Yeah, piece. I think Fant would really fit in well with Green Bay. The only thing about taking Brown there is I think Brown will also be there with their second pick in the that's first round.
0: That's the only thing I didn't so, know. Is like,
2: But, again, they don't know that. They don't yeah. know that taking him. So I, they, I understand taking they, him there, and yeah. I also would, would see them trading down. I know we've said this on every pick, basically. But trading, if, you, if, you, if they really liked Marquise Brown, and they trade back in the draft a little bit because – Okay, you know Washington could take a receiver, um, Carolina could, but other than that, not a lot of teams need a receiver that are behind them. Um, and, and especially, none, not all of them would probably reach for Brown, but I like how he would fit in the Green Bay offense, and him, and Adams. Jimmy Graham is up there, but he can still make some plays if he's healthy. Um, with the other guys they have, like Valdez Scantling came on last year. There's multiple guys in that system um, that could help him. Uh, so I th- I think that's an interesting pick, but I think it would I think it would work in Green Bay. Yeah, I think
1: the only I think the biggest threat though would maybe take a receiver from Green Bay and that's kind of like Marcus Brown would maybe something the Giants just knowing them probably trying to because I mean, right now it is already a young receiver room. It's not a really impressive one if you really think about it right now. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised they address a receiver in the first round or the second round with their picks. But overall, the Dolphins I'm about to make Jared really happy. I'm going to take Dwayne Haskins. They they need. <laughs> Jordan Hudson is, in my opinion, the best quarterback in this draft. I I don't think there's a question about it. I, Murray is probably the best athlete. It's but, close. but I think, in my opinion, when it comes to what you need from the quarterback position, it's Jordan Haskins. He he is a he is a pocket passer, but he has he has athletic ability. And I think overall, for Dolphins are obviously in rebuild mode, which it's not insult. They just are. And I think oh that's, no, they're not insulting me Don't They need to embrace it, and they need they need to get their cornerstone piece. and There's nothing bigger of a cornerstone than the quarterback, and Dwayne Haskins is definitively the best quarterback in this draft for me.
2: Yeah, so I have pick 14, I have the Falcons, which I'm not too happy about, but um, that's just the way the cookie crumbled. Uh, (laughs) So their biggest needs probably are on the line, especially on the defensive line. Their their offensive line isn't bad to me, especially interior looks really good, Um, but... Interior defensive lineman, edge, uh, they could use another corner. Trufant's getting up there, and he he definitely wasn't that great last year. And the rest of their corners are abysmal. Um, but their defense as as a whole will get healthier this, this season, which I think will make a difference, especially in guys progressing yeah. and stuff like that.
1: That'll, that'll, that'll add at least like three wins. There.
2: Yeah, c- because they still have Keanu Neal who was hurt. Deion Jones got hurt. So there's a lot of pieces that weren't there last year. Um, so with the number fourteen pick, I'm going to take Ed Oliver from Houston. Uh, I think I think he has one of the highest ceilings in this draft. For sure. The athlete that he is is kind of ridiculous. I know there's like rumors that some teams that would take him would move him to outside linebacker. That's crazy to me. I understand he's a great athlete, but play him on the line, get him, you know, trying to get after the passer and run stopping in the middle. He can. He's good with his hands, has quick feet. Um, He has he has really nice bursts, which we saw especially before this past season, the season before, his bursts were ridiculous. Now there's some you know character issues and determination issues, stuff like that. But I don't think that's that big of a deal. Um, But overall, I think that's probably the best option for them. Uh, especially, I th- I like how he fits in their defense. I think they like they just like a lot of athletes, and he would definitely uh, he would definitely be in that list and probably at the top of it for interior D linemen along with Quentin Williams and Simmons if he wasn't hurt at the moment.
0: And so I have the uh, Redskins pick at fifteen. Uh, so I think what many uh, experts have talked about this draft is that there could be a lot of QBs going at first round. There's not there's not like that superstar guy that's like. Like an Andrew Luck or, or, or like a Jared Goff, but I think it's this is where it's gonna start to like QBs where a lot of them are gonna start to go like, uh, as we saw Dwayne Haskins just go to picks ago Drew Law Daniel Jones Will Greer, uh, Ryan Finley from NC State I know his I know his thing fell off I know he started his stock chart like kind of he's a second or third round pick in my opinion oh. but this is where it's gonna start to go where I think a lot of yeah. quarterbacks will go in the first two rounds something we don't really see that often but I think this is Redskins I mean. Don't be surprised. This is one that I wouldn't be surprised if they don't try to move up, especially if Haskins doesn't get taken by the Giants. Which, it, like I said, talked about before, it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. I feel like it's start. They're kind of starting to f- go away from that. Which is, which is, teach their own. I guess that they don't want. If they don't feel comfortable. That's fine. I mean, I th- I think if they even if they take Haskins, I don't think they're gonna be. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, especially the division they're in.
2: Oh, absolutely not.
0: So, with the Redskins pick, after seeing Alex Smith lose and pretty much having to either what, having to uh, start Colt McCoy and Josh Johnson or whatever. I just, I feel like it's going to be, this is going to be the pick for them. If Obviously, without trades, that Drew Locke is going to go to this. I think people have put Drew Locke with the Dolphins, too, if, for some reason, the Redskins do trade up. I think it's, like I said, to each their own. But I think Drew Locke, obviously, he's a flamethrower. I mean, he's definitely got the arm. He's definitely athletic. He kind of fits what they want to do. But... I am not super sold on Drew Lock. I don't like him that much. I wouldn't spend if I wouldn't spend a, like a, a top fifteen pick on him. But absolutely not. Like I said, to each their own. I think the only thing they could do here is maybe take the interior offensive lineman, the dude from NC State, Bradbury. I think it's the only other dude I see. Just the start because I mean they have Shreve, they have Trent Williams, they've got pieces there. They just they're just lacking. They're just lacking offensive playmakers. I think they also, if wide receivers were still there, I think they may be looking at that, but I, th- I would see them probably taking one of the same round. Yeah, but.
2: with the receivers, I think the only other guy they could possibly take there is Hakeem Butler if he's there. I like Hakeem Butler a lot. He's big. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a big man. People are comparing him to Julio. I mean, that's a big comparison. Yeah. But um, I think he's really athletic, and he he can make the contested catches. Um, but I think if, if Metcalf is there, I think they would take Metcalf. But if he's not, then I think – Locke, Butler, those would be the top two possibilities. And I think they have to go offense because you have to get something going on that offense because not a lot has so far. Um, so, Miller, you'll take uh, the Panthers. To yeah, three.
1: just start off the Redskins. I think we can hear the Redskins have a, a pretty solid defensive unit. So, I mean, if they were just yeah. defense in, this, in the first round, at the very least, that would be very confusing. Uh, yeah, again, I think there's no receiver that's really worth a first like a top 15 pick at this rate i think and at this point you get they got a decision to make they got a decide to go for the future on is alex smith really going to come back which i think we can all agree he's probably not going we don't even know if he's going to play i mean come
2: back is one thing but come back good that's a completely different story and
1: and case keenum is 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 case keenum he's a backup quarterback who is starting because they have no one else yeah this is a this is the best and yeah Drew Lock is the pick for them. I just think there's no one else better for that kind of system to run. I, I'd, I'd let him sit here behind Keenum, yeah. let him at least kind of soak up the playbook a little bit better, because and then let him take over the reins in year two. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think in in you know a vacuum, I think Locke is probably a third or fourth round talent. Yeah. But I think with the needs that team, I mean, this happens every year. You know, people reach for quarterbacks. That's just how it works. I think Haskins is probably a late one, early two-round you know, talent, um, close, pretty much the same with Murray. I think they're pretty close. Yeah. And so I think with Locke, you you may be reaching based on talent, but you have to reach based on need because yeah. you've got to have a quarterback. Team,
1: teams them. are going to reach for quarterbacks every year. And yeah. the, it's just, it just happens. The case of it. So with the Carolina Panthers, to wrap up the first half of this drive, I've been taking Montez Sweat. I also could see them taking an interior D lineman because I know they're switching to more of a 3-4, at least it's rumored they are, and I could see them maybe moving an interior D lineman from someone like Clemson someone like a Christian Wilkins, maybe moving him to DN. But I think overall the safest pick right now would be to take someone like Sweat. And I know he has he has the hard issues, but I I think we know that's probably not gonna hold him back from no, playing. No, no.
2: no. Yeah. Series. I don't think ta- I don't I don't think teams are very scared of it either. No,
1: I, and I, if it comes back to bite, I still think if he can if he has maybe has to sit his rookie year and then comes back in the in U two, you're still gonna get a dynamic playmaker. He is he's one of the best edge players in the draft. He's I mean, he's only I think he's sliding down sixteen due to like what team needs. And because it, I don't, because I don't think there's much of a gap drop off from like Josh Allen and all that to Montez Sweat.
2: I think Edge is just stacked, it and is. so you can only take so many Edge yeah. players early. I think if this was a different draft, Edge would go probably, or Sweat would go top. 10. And I
1: think, and according to this mod, I think we have teams more addressing need. I, and I, I know, yeah. well, I know Denver doesn't need Hawkinson, but it's talent. But I think more so we are addressing what they need, probably not more so what they're actually maybe gonna do. Um, but I think I think Montez Sweat the, is the pick here. I just think overall. Carolina needs to better their defense as a whole. They yeah. they kind of got they got proven last year that that two ball run might have been an anomaly, and they, they need to address some holes in defensive yeah. linemen is probably their biggest. Part. And they're and they're
2: definitely getting older, and you gotta have you gotta have when you play in that division, you gotta have people that can get after Ryan and Breeze and especially Winston because <laughs> I mean if you can pressure Winston, it's not gonna be pretty. Yeah. Forward.
1: And if it wasn't for Matt Paris, I'd say someone like Garrett Bradbury again would be a pick here, but with yep. Matt Paris is a top. Is a top center, and I don't think they really need to address guard yeah, this year. they've
2: yeah, for sure.
1: I'm going pause it real quick.
0: And thanks for listening to this week's
1: podcast. Next week we'll be
0: doing 17 through 32 of the our mock draft, and then hopefully the week after that we'll be doing a hopefully a mock draft with trade scenarios. Thanks for listening. See you next week.